0: Okay, we are starting Numbers today, so we'll start with Numbers 1. This chapter starts with God telling Moses to take a census of all the war-age men, and uh, he also names leaders of the 12 tribes. So most of this for each tribe is the same wording, um, and it just gives you the number of the, the men aged 20 and above uh, for each tribe. and. I don't know, the things that stand out to me are Judah is the biggest tribe. If you add up Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, they're almost as big as Judah. But since they're listed as two different tribes, they're sort of average to below average. Um, And surprisingly, Dan is a pretty large tribe at this point. Um, It's just surprising to me because later they have trouble. Establishing their own land. Um, that's about all that really stands out to me. It's more than 600,000 men, so if you consider there's also women and children, you know, this is probably a people group and around 2 million or more. Um, so, yeah, it's a pretty large tribe wandering around the desert. And that doesn't count the Levites, they were not numbered. Uh, About the Levites, it's just mentioned that they are to tend to the Lord, that they're to serve the Lord, that they're to serve the tabernacle, all its furnishings. Every time they move camp, they're to take down everything and then carry it. And then when they get to a new camp spot, to put everything back up. And then to continue serving the Lord there. And that's it for chapter one. Chapter two just talks about the arrangement of all the tribes around the tabernacle as they camp and as they march, that they will be, um, you know, arranged around the tabernacles in the center, and then it says specifically which which uh, tribes are then around each side. The, the video we saw with the Bible Project put it in a plus sign. I've previously seen um, them more in a, a square grid, which makes more sense for an army. Um, uh, and so the ones in the east would be sort of all along, you know, directly east, northeast, southeast, so forth. Um, Judah is placed kind of at the head, and uh, the Levites, of course, are, are in the middle around the tabernacle. And that's it for chapter 2. Chapter 3 begins by talking about uh, the Levites and uh, Aaron the priesthood. The only two surviving sons of Aaron are uh, Eliezer and Ithamar. So every uh, priest is gonna come from one of those two lines. And then uh, Moses, the Lord has Moses, uh, have uh, all the Levites come before Aaron. And so all the Levites come before Aaron to, to be blessed and, and to again, make it clear. The so Aaron and Moses are Levites. They're all there, they all come from their father, Levi. Um, but of course, Moses and then Aaron were set apart as unique among that, and then Aaron had the honor his family would all be the priests, so they would be the ones that were closest in the tabernacle and then the temple before the Lord. The Levites also get to work closely to the Lord, but not as closely as the sons of Aaron, and they are to do the work of the tabernacle there's just a lot of work in the setting up, the tearing down, the setting up the and the administration of it all and god says to moses that this is he is claiming the levites uh, instead of claiming the firstborn of every family he's claiming the levites as his as his special uh basically priesthood or people amongst the people so it's the inner circle so if you if you consider like jesus having a Inner circle. He had twelve. He had twelve people in his inner circle. He had hundreds that followed him and were called disciples at various points in the scripture. But he had twelve close disciples who got the closest teaching and had the closest fellowship and brotherhood with him and then within that inner circle he had an even tighter inner circle of Peter, uh, John, and James who were just those closest to him those were the ones taken on on top of the mountain to see the father speak to him and see Moses and Elijah appear on the mountain those you know waiting on him in the uh, garden of Gethsemane I mean those were the closest to him Um, you, you see this picture here with Um, The the whole people of Israel are God's people. But then he sets aside the Levites as a people especially devoted to him. But then even within the Levites, the sons of Aaron are the closest, closest inner group to him. Um, This is just generally the way. Now, what's different today in the spirit is that all are called. He wants everyone to be close but he knows the heart of man that most of us will select ourselves out we will say yeah we love god but i kind of love the world i'm going to be focused more on the world we never say all this it's just what we do it's who we decide to be um I, I'm gonna, I'm, I, this thing in my life, I'm, I love this thing and this isn't hurting anyone. And so I'm just gonna do this thing because it's, it's fun and I like it. And that's fine. God loves us. But for those that want to be the inner and the holy of holies, it is a matter of giving ourselves up entirely. And so God talks about um, the Levites being those who, are taken instead of the firstborn if egypt you remember in egypt the firstborn were all killed except for those with blood of the sacrifice over their doors and so this is basically a symbol of those who want to enter the holy of holies many are called few are chosen we are we choose ourselves we choose every day whether we're going to sacrifice everything for the lord and enter the fullness of his life, or whether we're going to be people of the Lord, but we're kind of more on the outer fringes. We don't hear the the most intimate uh, of his words. We, we don't partake in the most intimate of his life, because we've just decided this world around us is, is too exciting to, to give up completely. And so, you know, God says, come up higher, come up higher. I want you. I want to be in perfect union with you. And so I encourage you, I encourage myself to come up higher, to give up everything for him. So chapter 3 goes on to just number. God tells Moses, okay, now it's time to take a census of the Levites. And they number them, and they also kind of detail the jobs of the different uh, families within the tribe of Levites and um, says this is how you're taking care of the tabernacle for each family and uh, then they're numbered at 22,000 so um, and that's from a, a month old and upward so here they're numbered not from age 20 up but from a month old and um, Levites were a small tribe for whatever reason they didn't have as many kids um so that's just interesting. Chapter Three ends with a very interesting exchange. There's a very um there's a very clear legal exchange happening It's a spiritual exchange, but you see it have to play out in in actual numbers. So there's um two hundred and seventy three uh, firstborn males. Uh among the sons of Israel more than there were uh, Levites, you know, twenty two thousand versus twenty two thousand two hundred seventy three. And so he says, these each Levite is a redemption of the firstborn son of Israel, but there's two hundred seventy three extra firstborn sons among the Israelites that we don't have a Levite for. So we've got to take a ransom. In money in order to pay for them, so that they're um, so there's an even exchange for their life, so that everyone is kept pure and holy inside of a God. So a lot the spiritual kingdom there's a lot of uh, legal rules and this is why when we deal with the enemy, he's a master of legality because he understands. Uh, the father's rules and he so he works within them um, whereas in the modern day Christian culture we like to blow off all rules and say no rules apply but you can see there's very specific rules now Jesus came to fulfill all of this and be our way into life but that doesn't mean there's still no rules. So the same way here um, there were specific rules God had set up. And, and the Levites were taken in exchange, just as Jesus is taken in exchange uh, for our sins and shortcomings. Something similar is happening here, but there's, they need one for each one, and there's not quite enough. So that there's a five shekel, um, I don't know, call it a tax uh, or ransom for the people. And this money was collected by Aaron and his sons for, for God. Chapter 4 starts with uh, the Kohathites, the sons of Kohath, which he's one of the three sons of Levi, so a third of the Levites, and and now they're numbering from 30 to 50. So um, they're, they're doing holy work, so they need to be fully of age, 30 years old, which remember, that's, that's the age of Jesus entering his ministry. That's the, that's the age... You know, they uh, the bar mitzvah age for a Jew is, is young, I, f- I forget the age, like uh, 12, I guess. Uh, well, I think it's older today, but I think traditionally it was 12, and that's why Jesus went in the temple at 12 to start the work of his father, because that was a traditional age when a, a son would start apprenticing with his father. But at age 30, the father would go around and say, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased um, basically whatever he says, do it. He he speaks for me. That was the age of, of really standing for the family in full authority. And so you see here, they're, they're counted from 30 years up to 50, um, because that'd be the age that they'd be working in the tabernacle. So we see that the sons of Kohath are carrying these holy items, and we see when they're taking down the camp, the sons of Aaron have to cover them and in porpoise skins and purple cloth and in order that the sons of kohath don't see them or directly touch them so that they would die and uh so again they were just dividing up responsibility so there's strict instructions the lord the work of the lord is holy and he has very strict ways in which he wants this stuff done and uh, so aaron and his sons are are uh, directing the kohathites in order to carry and do all these things and yet keep them from actually seeing or touching the holy items so that they are not uh you know destroyed then we see the gershonites which is another part of the levites that they're uh you know they're taking care of all the curtains would be a massive amount of curtains around this thing and so that's their duties and then we go to the mirror the sons of merari uh, another family and they're carrying all the boards and pillars and sockets and all that kind of stuff so the Kohathites who are carrying the the inner things about 2750 men Uh, the uh, sons of Gershon about 2630 men the sons of Merari 3200 men so these are all carrying all these things uh, taking down setting up It, it would have been a really incredible thing to watch these people uh, each time they moved <laughs> tearing down, carrying setting up this is just impressive tabernacle uh every time you had more than eighty five hundred total doing all this carrying, setting up, tearing down and uh and and these are just you know these are the men of prime age of the sons of Levi who are doing this the The rest of them, I guess, are are learning and just carrying on the other responsibilities of the family and of the community. And uh, that's it for uh, the first four chapters of Numbers. God bless you.